0: Today's podcast features an article from Discern Magazine. In our last episode in this series, we explored Jesus' childhood years. We ended that episode with Luke's summation of the next 18 years of his life in Luke 2, verse 52. It says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. This is basically all we are told about Jesus' life from the age of 12 to 30. But is there anything else we can know about these 18 mysterious years of his life, what we would call his teenage and young adult years? Though we don't have specific details, we can put some pieces together from other information we're given in the Gospels. We'll look at two things. The first thing we can know is that Jesus was a carpenter. To learn this, we have to fast forward to Jesus' early ministry. In Mark 6, we read about Jesus' visit to his hometown of Nazareth early in his ministry. To sum it up, it didn't go well. We are told that after hearing him preach a powerful message in their synagogue, the people were amazed at the depth and the power of his preaching. They did not know he was capable of this. Mark records that many of the people there said, Mark 6 verse 2, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hand? They were amazed that this young man who they saw grow up in their village, in their town, was now doing these things, and they had no idea he was capable of them. What this tells us is that Jesus did not spend those 18 missing years in Nazareth preaching and performing miracles. Now, this is significant to note because there are various extra-biblical stories, which are basically myths, about Jesus as a young boy. And a lot of those stories have him doing supernatural things. One is a story where he's a young boy and he takes some clay and makes a clay bird and then breathes life into it and it becomes a bird. But these legends are certainly false. How do we know these were false? Think about it. If Jesus had been performing small miracles as a boy and a young adult in Nazareth, they would not have been surprised at what he was doing now, early in his ministry. Rumors and stories of his exploits would have spread around Nazareth. So they would have known he was capable of a miraculous things. But instead, when he came back and started preaching and doing those things, people were shocked. They couldn't believe it. So we do not believe he was spending his time, his teen and young adult years, performing miracles. It seems from the Bible that John two eleven, the water and wine miracle was his first public miracle, was the first major miracle he performed. But if he wasn't preaching or performing miracles during those 18 years, we go back to the question, what exactly was he doing? What did he spend those 18 years doing? He had to be doing something. The answer is actually revealed in the next thing the people of Nazareth said. Mark 6, verse 3. Is this, speaking of Jesus, not the carpenter? The son of Mary and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? From this statement, it appears that Jesus spent most of his late teens and early twenties working as a carpenter. That's how they knew him. They knew him as a carpenter, and here he was coming back as a powerful preacher, a rabbi, a teacher. Now when we think about him as a carpenter, That makes a lot of sense because Matthew 13, verse 55 reveals that his half-father, Joseph, was also a carpenter. So it's most likely that Jesus apprenticed under Joseph during these years. At this time, boys typically entered the workforce around the age of 13. There was no real concept of the teenage years back then. You were a child, and then you were an adult. You entered the workforce, and that happened at a much younger age than it does today. So he probably started working or apprenticing as a carpenter at about 13. This means that Jesus likely spent 17 years of his life working this trade, before he began his public ministry, that is. Now, being a carpenter in the first century required learning complex skills and developing physical strength much more than it might require today with modern technology. Now, back in those days, carpenters were responsible for building primarily two things, physical structures like homes and buildings. Now, they mostly did that with stone and wood. And then also smaller objects like furniture. Now, what would the effect of being a carpenter have had on Jesus Christ? Well, his carpentry background undoubtedly helped him develop into a spiritually strong man who who knew how to work hard and who could keep a rigorous physical pace. You know, sometimes pictures portray him artistically as this soft and slender, pale man. But that was not the Jesus of your Bible. The real Jesus would have been strong, somewhat rugged, with tanned skin and tough hands, He spent much of his life outdoors, working and walking under the hot sun of the Middle East. To work with stone and wood, like he would have had to with his bare hands, would have required and built strength. So the Gospels present Jesus as a very physically active man. Even during his ministry, we see him constantly traveling up and down Judea and Galilee on foot. This would have built strength in his body as well. But he must have had good health to be able to keep this rigorous pace. We read about him climbing up mountains and hills. We read that he could survive for extended periods of time in the wilderness. He even had the strength to remove unsavory people from the temple physically. And he had the stamina that allowed him to maintain a very rigorous and busy, challenging schedule. It's also a little interesting side note that when he addresses the disciples as they're walking, he often turns around to address them, which means he was walking at the lead. He was able to keep a rigorous pace faster than the rest of the disciples, and they were men who were physically fit themselves. The point is, working for about 17 years as a carpenter helped Jesus become very physically fit. Now, being a skilled carpenter would have also had an impact on his mind as well. Skilled carpenters develop strong mental skills that help them solve problems, think outside the box, plan, and mentally envision different outcomes. They're usually very strong in mathematics and develop very good fine motor skills, plus creativity. This also may explain why Jesus often used building metaphors during his ministry. Now, not only did working as a carpenter help him to become physically and mentally fit, It also helped him to have financial security throughout these years. It seems that Jesus actually owned a home in the city of Capernaum, we find that in Mark 2, verse 1, and that he wore quality clothes, John 19, verse 23. Now, Jesus was by no means wealthy. He was by no means rich, but he wasn't poor either. So what can we learn from Jesus' example of working as a carpenter in his early years? Well, number one... We learn that Jesus himself developed and learned a marketable skill to support himself. Second, we learn that he worked hard. Both of these examples are firmly rooted in the Bible as keys to physical success. Young people can learn from this example. That means they should prepare themselves for a career when they're young, get a job, and work hard. That's another way we walk as he walked, because that was the example he set. Well now let's transition to a second thing we can learn about these mysterious younger years of Jesus Christ. And that is simply this: Jesus experienced loss. Specifically what I'm talking about is the loss of a loved one. It seems that at some point during these mysterious years of his life that his stepfather and mentor Joseph, died. Now the Bible doesn't tell us anything about that directly, but it's very informative that the Gospels make no more mention of Joseph, after Jesus' ministry began. We read about Jesus' mother Mary, but Joseph is totally absent. So we deduce from this that Joseph likely died sometime during those 18 years of Jesus' life before his ministry. We also deduce that from the fact that immediately before his death at Golgotha, Jesus asked John, the son of Zebedee, to care for his mother. That Jesus was concerned that his mother would be cared for implies she was a widow. She didn't have a husband there to care for her. Now, we're not told how or when Joseph died, but it's likely his death occurred sometime in Jesus' 20s. So this tells us that Jesus personally experienced the piercing pain of the loss of a loved one. After all, the Messiah, according to Isaiah 53, verse 3, was to be a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. The loss of his stepfather and mentor was likely a part of the grief he experienced in his life. Now, his experiences, what he experienced when he came in the flesh, contributed to his service today as our high priest in heaven. As high priest, he can sympathize with our temptations, weaknesses, and suffering, and he can empathize with them because he's felt them. He's felt the deep pain and the grief we experience when we lose a father, a mother, a spouse, a brother, a sister, or a close friend. Jesus can sympathize and comfort us through these kind of trials and grief because he experienced it and felt it himself. This also tells us that Jesus trusted his father's will. Now, we don't know the circumstance of Joseph's death, but whatever happened, Jesus trusted God's decision not to heal or resurrect Joseph at that time. Later in his life, Jesus would teach his disciples to pray, Your will be done. We have to learn to seek and accept God's will because it isn't always our will. And Jesus was a living example of someone who seeked and trusted God's will. Experiencing the death of a loved one is one of the hardest times in a person's life. But we can follow Jesus' example in trusting God during these times. So that wraps up our second point. Now, why can't we know more? Why can't we know more about these 18 years of Jesus' life? Well, simply, we can't because the Bible doesn't tell us anymore. The Apostle John wrote an interesting statement that helps explain why we don't have more details about this period of his life. John 21, verse 25. And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which, if they were written one by one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Simply put. If we had a comprehensive biography of Jesus' life from birth to death, we would need thousands of pages and multiple volumes to hold it. Though we would love to have more details about this portion of his life and all portions of his life, the thing is we can be assured that we have just as much as we need to know in order to walk as he walked. For Discern Magazine, I'm Eric Jones. Thanks for listening. For more information from today's featured article, visit lifehopeandtruth.com.